Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks, and Lord bless you. I'm kind of writing these, or excuse me, not writing these, sharing these messages that I wrote prior to my trip to Malaysia. So I will, uh, you will uh, kind of gather that because I am home from Malaysia. Had a wonderful time uh, ministering to people there. And I'll be talking about that off and on probably for the next couple of weeks because it is very fresh on my heart. But I'm glad you're listening today. And I also am glad legislature's over it. We had the third longest session in the history. I was also involved in the second longest session a few years back. And so it was It was a long session. In fact, when I went to Malaysia, I, I told my goodbyes to the people at the legislature because I thought it was all over. And I got an email while I was in Malaysia saying, well, we'll see you on Monday when you get back. And I was like, oh, you're kidding me. So I came back and we were in for four more days. I just love the opportunity of being the chaplain of the House of Representatives. God has given me a great opportunity to share with those people, to love those people, and to encourage them. And I'm very grateful for that and for uh, Speaker Betke, who gives me the opportunity to do that, and for those I've got to know so well uh, in the House. In fact, I've had some great friends over the years. In fact, one of them is my really good friend, Gail Batt, who uh, was a former representative and listens to this show quite often with her family. And I just, uh, it, it's so neat that those doors have opened. And I sure miss Gail. I get to talk to her from time to time. She loves the Lord, her and her husband, Roger, and and uh, just so thrilled with people that I get to know and develop relationships with. It's just really an awesome, awesome privilege. Our Heavenly Father, lead us today. God, lead us. Open up doors in our lives, and Lord, help us to step through those doors. I love you. I give you thanks for all you do all the time. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I thought today would be a very appropriate day to share this message about responding to God. And again, I did write this uh, about a month ago, month and a half ago, but I wanted to share with you because I haven't shared it with you. I share with you most all my messages. For your information, uh, you usually get uh, a half a message a time. I only have a 15-minute show, 12 minutes of air, so I have to share just half a message all the time. And so that's how that works. Uh, and sometimes I just do messages for the radio only, but other times there are messages I shared in church, and this was one I shared in church. You know, I believe most people listening today probably love the God and uh, hopefully are led by God. And I believe most of you might possibly respond to God, and I sure hope you do. But I want to call uh, today uh, a day of growth, a day of thinking, a day of responding to what God has for us. You know, I believe we need to sow seeds in our lives to help people. And to help people of disaster, help people that are struggling in life. You know, we recently did a fundraiser for the Convoy of Hope. And if you don't know what that is, look it up online. The Assembly of God organization, I believe, has put that on. We're not Assembly of God, but I was so impressed with that because it is, it's in about every disaster you can imagine. All these major tornadoes, they are their first responders on hand. They're also there feeding needy children around the world, and also empowering women around the world to be leaders and providers, especially when there is no man in the household. And, you know, we recently uh, was asked to be a part of a, a Miracle Sunday and to raise some money for it. And I was praying about it. It's just a one-time event, not an ongoing event, a one-Sunday event. I was praying about it. I said, God, what would you have us do? 
what would you have us do? What would you have our church in Boise do on this day? And I, and the Lord gave me a number. I mean, I say the Lord. I, I, I was, I am always careful to put blame on Lord saying this, but I felt that the number that I had a number that I was going to pray for. I prayed for that specific number of funds to come in. I talked to somebody else, and they said, "Well, we we're thinking we can maybe get ten to fifteen thousand to send to those people and help." An incredible amount. Well, my number was a little higher. I didn't tell people what my number was, but my I prayed for $25,000 would come in, that God would make a difference in that. And I'm telling you something, I, uh, I believed, because I thought this is going to be the seed that will take care of the future if we're obedient to God in this. I got news for you. We took the offering, and Monday morning I went to the office, and my treasurer told me the offering came out at $25,050. Praise God. God showed his hand again. And in fact, by the end of the week, it ended up at $26,350, able to make a difference in the lives of those in disaster and those kids that were hurting. And I'm so thankful that God takes care of us when we honor him. On a personal note, I had to make a tough decision to make last fall, and that was to accept a speaking engagement in Penang, Malaysia in March. I was hesitant, mostly because 17 hours of flying did not sound like a good time to me. I mean, I'm a good-sized guy, and of course, most of you know if you listen to the show, I've lost about 70 pounds. I was 6'2", 300 pounds, now I'm 6'2", 230 pounds or so. And you know, and so it's a lot easier now. But after a month of praying and bouncing back and forth, I finally said yes to this. I finally said yes, and so Denise and I we left and we took off to Malaysia with some friends of ours and uh, to Penang and just asked God to be with us. And of course, like I said, I wrote this prior to being there, but I'll give you the information. We had a wonderful time. We're been able to, to minister to these people and God opened up a great deal. Because Penang is made up of um, about, a, not about a half uh, Muslim and just under a half Buddhist. It's a good split between Muslim and Buddhist, but most of them are Muslim. But you know what? We were able to minister to people and minister to these missionaries who were going to minister to people all over Asia. So God opened that door, and I'm very grateful. But following God's commands in our lives is vital. Too many times our earthly desires get in the way of God's callings on our life. Why? Because we want to do what we want to do. You know, remember that old song? I want it my way, yes, my way. And that's the way we live, isn't it? Wanting it our, my way. Well, what brings, that brings me to a story that most everybody knows, and that's the story of Jonah. We called it as a kid Jonah the well. They called it a big fish. But I would want to read to you Jonah chapter 1, verse 1 through 3. Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah and second time, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and call against it the message I tell you. So Jonah rose and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly great city, three days in journey. Hey, you know what? That is after. Jonah turned his back on God and he went uh, to Tarsus. He ran from God, and that's when he was on that boat, and the storm came and about killed all those people on that boat. And finally, they threw him overboard. Hesitantly, they threw him overboard. And as soon as they threw him overboard, the storm stopped. But God gave Jonah another chance. 
God had Jonah spit up on the shore. Now, can you even imagine that? I can't even imagine that, being spit up on the shore. But God gave him a chance, and he responded. God wants us to respond to his commands. As we see and hear the passages of the Word of God came to Jonah, you know, like I said, he ran from God. The truth is, people, many times in the Word, uh, the Word of the Lord comes our way, but we have a hard time responding. We have all sorts of excuses. I know that because, folks, I have used them. When my brother Doug felt a call to the ministry to be a pastor, it was dramatic. He wasn't comfortable. He wasn't a public speaker. He wasn't dynamic. My brother Dave was, and he wasn't like that. He felt very inadequate. But Doug, you know, he decided he wanted uh, he wanted to say yes to God, and he gave up a tremendous baseball career. Probably could have played pro baseball. He was a great pitcher and still has a great pitcher in college, even though he didn't sell out to it because he sold out to following what God wanted, and that was to be a pastor. And, you know, some people say, well, what is he, crazy? What is he, nuts? But for over 45 years, my brother Doug ministered the gospel of Jesus Christ and uh, touched lives. And he has seven incredibly wonderful Christian kids that are following God. And I believe it was because he said yes to the call of God on his life. See, God's purpose isn't necessarily ours. Jonah had a choice to make. Can you imagine Almighty God came to him and told him to go to Nineveh, and instead he ran from God? By the way, that's never a good idea. If the Holy Spirit of God is prompting you to do something, you need to be obedient. I would have never been in Boise, Idaho, if I would have disobeyed the prompting of the Spirit of God. Trying to hide from God, folks, is a mistake. If you don't believe me, ask Adam and Eve, as once they were disobedient to God and they realized they were naked and embarrassed. I believe this world would be a much better place if people would seek the will of God and follow Him. I know sometimes we fight it so hard, we're fighting, we're wondering what God's will is, and yes, you know, it's not always easy. But you know what? God wants us. God wants us to, to listen to His still, small voice through prayer and through reading His Word, through seeking Him with all our heart. When we do this, I believe with all my heart, the Spirit of God will prompt you. You may not get the words from above that says, Go ye therefore into Mexico and minister. But the Spirit of God prompts us, shows us a way, and the only thing He wants us to do is to respond. There are always consequences when you don't obey God. Many people have wondered why they struggle so much in life, you know, and and why they have situational things. A lot of it is because they have not been obedient to God. God wants to work in their lives. I want to continue tomorrow, and I'm going to talk about Jonah and the process that took place and some of the things that go along with today and and even talk about Jonah's journey a little bit. But I just, I want you to be very aware of spending time alone with God, seeking his will, his direction for your life. It may sound crazy at the time, just like me going to Malaysia sounded awful crazy for someone who does not like traveling on airplanes and especially long trips on airplanes. But when you say yes to God, he works in your life and he is faithful and just to take care of you and to bless you. I am a very, very blessed man. I am thankful for what God has done in my life. I want to follow him. I want to listen to him. 
I want to be obedient to him, and I want you to do the same. Lord bless you. We'll continue tomorrow. Have a great day. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.